0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, hey, what's up, everybody? Out. Welcome back to the Renderos Bros. We are on. I, I just cut right in front of you, dude. Yeah, on.
1: No, nah, we're on.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're on. Uh, we've got Arcane Recording, Episode 5. Ready, ready to go. That's right. we got Arcane Episode 5, Peacemaker Episode 5, and we've got a journal for Jordan coming up on Yeah, death. with that Michael B. Jordan. I was, with the Michael B. Jordan. I, you know, I honestly thought they named it for him like it's his journal yeah, yeah I, I thought I so like, myself yeah i'm like oh i am way wrong about this realm. whoopsie uh, uh, thanks for jumping in guys uh let's get started
1: get ready to listen
0: to some glorious glorious gentlemen all right i hope the week is treating you
1: well Yeah, uh, it's fucking raining today. It's uh some good time, ass weather, yo. At I the got a time of, say.
0: at the time of recording, yes. Mucho it was raining. bueno, me gusta. Um, you know, so we got the beer of the week on deck. Uh, yes, motherfucking right. We got bubblehead
1: blood orange pale ale. An American pale ale. It's a bubblehead blood orange pale ale is a citrus centric American pale ale. We dry hopped this beauty with a cascade of hops. And plenty of blood orange zest, strong citrus and mild pine aromas are present. And the malt profile is mild with a solid hop bite in the finish. If you love flavorful pale ales, this is a must have. Yeah we've forward dry oranges slash floral. This is brewing can by Poseidon Brewing Company. Established in twenty thirteen. And Sam actually stopped by and picked this shit up.
0: I did. I picked it up in person. It's uh, an
1: exclusive.
0: So this past weekend, um, my wife and I stayed in, uh, in Ventura County um, because our friend, uh, Paul. Yeah, Paul Weasel. Paul Weasel. Who Paul is, Weezy. Who's actually been friends with my brother. Shout out, my G. Uh, a long time. I yeah. Mean, when did you guys meet? Like sixth grade, fifth grade? Uh, like uh, seventh grade. or Seventh grade? Sure like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah so friends since middle school but um my wife is actually good friends with his sister yeah so we all got invited to the thing and so as a belated kind of anniversary gift to my wife and i we decided to spend a weekend in ventura county and i know that one of my friends uh kirsten she did the sign work for poseidon brewing and i i thought before i leave i gotta stop by and pick up some beers which i did i picked up a variety of beers but we're trying the bubblehead blood orange pale ale uh everybody was really nice over there I actually ended up getting a bumper sticker and putting it on my on my on my car. I don't put bumper I, stickers on my car. I thought, you know I what?
1: Saw, <clears> I saw um, two new stickers on your car. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, and
0: I also stopped by Topa Topa Brewing. On the glass at least. I'm and, a glass, so doesn't yeah.
1: fuck up the paint.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And so I'm not gonna do that, you know. But I thought, why not support? And also, you know, Topa Topa, I picked up a, a six pack there that we'll be yeah. trying down the line as well. Uh, but I'm really excited. What is a advertise can look like? some beer
1: companies so the cops see your car and like,
0: oh wait, he's
1: make, a drunk. Is this guy drunk? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But my yeah. wife
0: is my designated driver. Uh, your officer, yeah, yeah.
1: sir, Osifer. Oss- <laughs> don't shoot me! Don't this shoot me! This wasn't me, me Ossifer. <laughs> Uh But it's a 5.6 alcohol by volume, um, and uh, yeah, it this smells really a nice. Taste the can is really nice. It's pink, just solid pink. Uh, has a uh, an octopi, uh, an octopus. Yeah, an octopus um, around the fucking uh, old diver's helmet. Uh, and then the Poseidon Brewing Company with the fucking, uh, with the fucking, uh, what the fuck is it called? That fucking thing right there? The Trident? The Trident. Yeah, I knew it had a specific name. I was going to say, yeah. is it like
0: Zeus or some shit? I um I just gave this a shot, honestly. Like, it smells really nice. Yeah. Do you, do a you a really? couple of mermaids on the can. It was fucking pretty sick. Ales pick, with depth. You can is, pick uh, up. Another thing you can pick it. up, at least I could, uh, the citrusy scent off of the beer. Oh, yeah, it smells really good. Yeah. and um, you Get a taste. I, I gave it a shot, honestly. It's a... Uh, nice kind of like an easy it's hoppy for sure like there's some hop to this but you have a very blood orangey finish on it it, it reminds me of um
1: <clears throat> uh, fruity pebbles for some
0: reason i don't know why in the beginning
1: um it kind of dissipates oh, yeah. a slight bit you know what i mean yeah that
0: you describe it like that <laughs> yeah. i taste fruity pebbles <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like what the fuck <laughs>
1: When I first tried it, I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was yeah. like, "That's a that's a weird, that's a different." <laughs> but that's, well, what it, that's yeah, exactly, fruity what, pebbles, that's exactly what it tastes like—fruity pebbles, pretty much. And then you get like the hops uh bitter taste at the end, and yeah. after actually a little bit of of uh, of uh a little bit of time goes by, like a couple seconds, and then you finally fucking taste. Yeah, the, so it's the, like the hoppiness. Very, it's a very like late linger and shit.
0: Yeah, and it's not a bad linger, honestly. Like the way yeah, like no, it plays with your palate. This is actually a really nice, crisp citrusy that you could definitely taste the blood orange in it. Yeah. But it's a nice citrusy blend with the hops. Like it, they complement each other, right? It starts off with the blood orange in the front end and finishes it with that kind of hop at the in, tail end. Yeah. But it's also real crisp and real easy to drink. Oh yeah. It's um, fucking smooth. I really, I really Not very, it. very heavy. It's fucking real smooth. It's a, it's a good beer for sure. Dude, and honestly, like Ventura, like County, like I, I, it was a, just a wonderful place to go anyway. Like it's really nice and low key. Yeah, I like that when okay. I went because I went to a comic book store out there. That's went where Rob to, Blow lives. Oh, really? Oh, I went to Arsenal Comics and um, um, I forget the guy's name there, but he told me, yeah, it, this place feels like it's more of a low key, more enjoyable Santa Barbara. Because when I've been to Santa Barbara, okay. it feels it like feels like hoity toity, like uh, you know, like oh, we're rich here, we're fuck you. And in Ventura, it felt like, hey, normal people live here. Come on down, enjoy the fucking. The scene. We got tons of brewery uh, breweries. We got bookstores. We got lovely cafes. Kickback and shit. Kickback as fuck, dude. Like I had no, like when we started driving back to LA, I was like, oh shit, there's I forgot about traffic. Yeah, there was no traffic over there. Yeah, you know. And um, I ate at one place called Immigrant Sun Cafe. Their fucking breakfast lasagna was fucking fire. Um, I went to Pete's Uh, breakfast.
1: Breakfast lasagna. What the fuck?
0: Yeah, it's basically. I never heard of it it's 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 basically a lasagna style egg stack fucking spinach uh cheese and a fried egg on top man that thing was delicious marinara sauce oh okay it was fucking amazing um but yeah i you know being an hour away like i never thought i had, like, good,
1: I had a good breakfast uh, uh on uh sunday more sunday uh midday yeah midday uh after a hike we stopped at some place in uh, off of Ventura Boulevard. So, you know, Ventura, there it is, you know. <laughs> uh, it's called Jinkies, though. Yeah. Fucking Jinkies. Uh, it's on a Ventura and Colfax. Bomb, bomb, bomb-ass place, Yeah, it's
0: uh, right there by the former place that I used to hate going to work there. Yeah. Uh, it's not
1: too far, I guess. It's not yeah. close by. It's not that close. It's close enough. It's,
0: it's like a block and something.
1: Some shit, I guess. Well, yeah, it's
0: right, right near the... Um, it's by CBS Radford. Oh, I think that's that's, a that's se- another location. End, and, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a see- different location. There's a Jinkies right down the street from where I work. Oh, we no. used to work.
1: Yeah, no. From, um,
0: but no, yeah, no, but no. Uh, it was really nice. Uh, Studio f- City, homie. Yeah, our friend Paul was married in uh, Camarillo, which is 20 minutes away from where we stayed. Yeah, and a really nice fucking place too. Yeah, it was he got married. Super at, nice. The venue was a uh, Sterling Hills uh, golf, golf course club, slash yeah. wedding chapel stuff, and um, it was a very lovely ceremony. It was short and sweet and simple. And then, um, you know, the festivities were fucking the, 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 the celebration of the wedding was fucking great, man.
1: I had a good time. Yeah, it was good. Uh, uh, open, open bar, bar, you know, fuck. I'm how not going to complain about can, an open yeah, bar. the fuck can you go wrong?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, if you got something to say about open bar, well, fuck you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but the open bar was fucking delicious. Uh, what I liked is that when of all the, when they were, when they were doing the garter, like uh, none of the dudes wanted to go I up. I wasn't
1: even paying attention to
0: that. Dude, none, nobody wanted to go up. And that's why I started yelling. I started yelling like, hey, if you have a girl if you are not married, you are single. Get your ass up there. Ah, okay. That's why I was yelling, because there was like just four dudes going up and they're like, all the guys with their girlfriends are like, I don't wanna fucking marry you. Yeah. Like <laughs> <you're chipping. laughs> But I made him go up there anyway. He tripping, tripping. he tripping. And, and luckily, like, uh, you know, it, everybody had fun. I think everybody had a really good time. Everyone was enjoying it. Yeah, that. it seemed there
1: was a small fucking, uh, it wasn't too big of a, of a fucking wedding. So it was fucking, it was No, nice. it
0: looked like maybe it was like 100, maybe 150 people. Like it wasn't fuck big him, at all. You're tripping, dude. Maybe it less? Fuck.
1: It's like fucking 50 people, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, man. I don't know. I'm yeah, bad it like at I'm, 50 people. I'm bad like... at looking around. Yeah. Uh, apparently, fucking Lee. Well, to I mean, be fucking cause, security. Because we had. Uh, at the same place where I still work.
0: Yeah. No, it was a good time um, yeah. And then, yeah, so I spent the weekend in Ventura County And it was a Sheesh. wonderful time as well And there's a lot of brewing companies down there, man We gotta fucking drive down and pick up Yeah, the well, shit. I'm down
1: I, We live down the street, practically I mean, so, yeah, I didn't
0: realize how actually close Ventura was like, The I'm thing better. is, there's
1: a shit ton to do Shit ton to do in fucking LA County and Los Angeles here Like, in this whole fucking area, pretty much Like, kind of it's Ventura County, like, uh, further south Like, Orange County But fucking, uh, we don't do them we probably don't know the things that this fucking place really has to offer. They say that when you when you live locally, you kind of don't do shit like that unless you live in a small fucking town, of course.
0: Yeah, and you know, uh, and then obviously uh but everybody su- knows each other. Uh, Sunday was the Oscars. And everybody blows each other, probably more than likely. Um, and uh, you know, uh, Power of the Dog won for best director. Uh Coda won for best picture. Will Smith okay. got his W for King Richard. Yeah. And he also, he also uh, got a W for in the How. Uh, <laughs> uh he, so Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm sure everybody's definitely, everybody, you've definitely everybody, seen it. You've definitely seen it. You've definitely heard about it. The internet went wild about it, obviously. Um everybody was talking Stay about it. Yeah, uh, and um so Chris Rock you know is reading the teleprompter. I don't know if whatever I
1: must say, the fucking snap kind of fucking um I don't know, man. There's something about it. It just doesn't seem
0: Well, that's why a lot of people thought it maybe it was staged.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem too like real, real to me for some fucking reason. Like, well, I, I, don't, I don't, I, I feel like Will knows how to control his body because of all his acting and all that stuff. So he knows how to hit somebody yeah. and not make and be a, a, a fucking hard hit, but a hit that's that's gonna still um con- not not create not crazily fuck you up. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, and you know a lot of people- and he knows how to control his body no matter what. So doesn't yeah, fucking so- hit somebody. And not be so fucking painful about it. So Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia, I'm which is point. you lose hair, uh, all your hair on your on your person. Yeah. over time, it's a, it's an autoimmune disease, and a lot of women suffer from it. Yes. obviously men do too. But like when it strikes women, like it, it, it's from what I understand, it's very hurtful to women because obviously, like we make such a big thing about women and their hair and how your hair is presented. Like, there's a lot of stress for women's beauty. So Jada Pinkett Smith has had struggles with this and been very open about it since December on her show talking about it. Uh, And uh, Chris Rock uh, made a joke, which either was written by the writer's room for the Oscars or it was off the cuff, off of his head. I don't know Uh, because, obviously, all that stuff is tightly controlled. There's not just like, oh, hey, go up there and just talk shit. And uh, he made a joke, which... If you don't know, you don't know. But also, like, it's weird coming from a man who made a documentary about celebrating black women and their hair. Because, obviously, in America, they're very, like, er about black women. Like, you hear about women being fired from their jobs, being told to cut their hair. You know, young people, like, being forced into these weird positions because white folk don't get that black people have different hairstyles. And, diff- you know, and, like, so... It was, weird. it was a weird joke, and uh, Will Smith goes up there and smacks him, catches him off guard, and then says, you know, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah. Um, and, like, the Internet's like, was he right? Was he wrong? Some people are calling him an abuser, uh, you know, uh, abusive, toxic masculinity behavior. Some people are like, yo, he was standing up for his wife. And for me, personally, I don't know. Like, I think it could have been handled differently, but at the same time, I also understand why it happened, how it happened. Well,
1: <clears throat> if there's um, oh man, what's well, tough for me is like I feel like women. That this is one of the reasons why 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 some women want the specific man and shit like that because they know they can be defended by their man. That's a fucking cold hard fact. I've heard it from their fucking very lips. You know what I mean. Well, I think everybody uh, so, wants to feel yeah, secure course, in their relationship. Exactly. Like you would want your
0: woman to defend you if somebody insulted you. Of course, insulted, right? of course exactly.
1: to, a, yeah, to a fucking, yeah, in a verbal degree, of course. You know, I wouldn't, yeah, but you know, I mean, some yet, people obviously yeah, ele- yeah. elevate to, to... Yeah, but, but um, with that said, uh, it's also an old school type of... Uh, you know like more barbaric type of fucking thing in a sense but i don't know man i don't know what to say cuz i'm like I, I i can i can see like all right it's cool yeah fuck yeah like you got to defend you I mean, got to defend it, your turf you know what i mean like it is what it is you know what i mean you got to defend your turf that's that's what it is you know what i mean it's it's, it's cool hard fact i would i i would probably do worse you like, know i have done i've done worse i've done fucking worse for, in situations uh uh that were did that were similar but different you know what i mean yeah. and i fucking handle my shit cuz that's what you, that you're supposed to do at least, at, at least, um, with your primal, with your primal sense, no matter what, you it brings you back to that because that's what we fucking are. We're, am, we're animals. We're not fucking, you know. We have a brain, and I get that we can fucking talk ourselves out of it, but right. at, at, sometimes in the in the instance, right, um, it's very hard for all your all your trickery and all your all your for all the control that you can yeah, have, you that you, you have, can yeah. lose control. And fucking
0: and, like, I don't, like I said, I'm very torn. I'm You know, like, I feel like, especially on, like, my Facebook with friends and on Instagram, it seems like you're very, they, a lot of people are like, you've been coming off as very neutral. And I'm like, well, because I can understand emotionally reacting and, and going to a violent place. But at the same time, I also know that, you know, as an adult, like, you should be able to handle your, your situations with words, right? Like, Tyler Perry and Denzel Washington, when the cameras cut to commercial, they went up to Will and they talked it out with him, like, telling him, like, dude, you cannot lose control like this. And it also makes sense because I've seen a lot of black people on Twitter and on Instagram talking about how, you know, like, it makes that situation, it, they, they, they took it as like, oh, it makes us look bad. But then there are some other black people who are like, no, no, it's not that. We're not supposed to be the quote unquote respect, respect, respectable um, Negro is one of uh, his name is Ch- Charity Crawford or something like that. On Instagram, he's like, no. He's like, he's still a human being. He's still going to make a mistake. Like, you know, like, stop it. He's like, why do we always have to put ourselves in a place of, like, I have to be dignified at all times and always put on the brave face. He's like, I'm a human man. I am going to make a fucking terrible mistake. Maybe he shouldn't have done so. Maybe he shouldn't have. And I'm very much of the, maybe he shouldn't have, but I can also understand why he did. You know? Like, that's the thing. Like, I can see it, and I can't. Uh, you know, I know that Chris Rock was just making the joke. It was a shitty joke. But at the same time, I'm like, I can see, you know, Will, you, you might be losing it. And maybe it has to do with all the other things that he's been involved with. And I don't care about any of that shit. Yeah. I like, we're just, we're just having a discussion.
1: <clears throat> yeah, of course.
0: And, and you know, and so for me, I'm like, I can see it. And I'm on the fence right, dude. I, I really don't know. I don't have an answer. Uh, I don't know how I would behave in a situation like that if my significant other was going through a medical condition and someone made a joke shit i might slap him yeah, i might not that's i don't know a different, I don't fucking, know. It's
1: a different it's, fucking that's a different fucking
0: and i'm not going to you know i'm not going to level of of uh, of disrespect yeah. for me you know what I mean? and i'm and i'm not going to you know be here and be like chris rock was a fucking dick it was a bad joke and but do i think that chris rock needed to get smacked probably not do i think will smith should have taken it on the chin i don't know like i i don't know and um, but yeah, but that's that's where we're gonna end that. What, what are your thoughts? Let us know. Just, uh, get hit us up. Uh, yeah, the Renderos let us Bros. Know the
1: fuck uh, you feel about it if yeah. uh,
0: if need be. Yeah, the Renderos Bros. Uh, on Instagram, you can find us there. And now we're gonna move on to Instaflex. Flex. Yeah, Instaflex. Flex. Uh, we're gonna go on to Arcane episode five, uh, Peacemaker episode five, and a journey, a journal for Jordan. Arcane baby rogue enforcer Caitlyn tours the Undercity alongside V or Vi Arcane uh, to track down Silco. Jace puts on a target on his back, trying to root out Piltover Corruption. Um, Corrupt gang. Yeah. So, I mean, this basically continues from like where Caitlyn meets Vi and it opens up with uh, her shooting in a competition against Grayson. And you see that Grayson was part of her life. Yeah. And, like, you can see how good of a shot Caitlyn is. And, uh, you know, she gets Vi out of prison. And they start exploring stuff. And you can see the approaches, how they different, you know, they come at situations differently. Like, Vi is very calculated, very slick, also very, like, impatient. While Caitlyn is more, maybe patient to a fault, but also doesn't have that kind of... uh, street-savvy, um... Brash feel to her. The brash feel to her. She's very, like, well, you know, I've never had to be like that. And so Vi is helping her kind of loosen up and showing her, like, yo, if you're going to be down here, you got to fit in. You got to play this fucking game. Yeah. Um, you know, they go to a... Basically, almost like a whorehouse, is what I want to say. And they meet... Um, Vi meets with the madam of the house... And basically is looking for information about Silco. Uh, the number two person for Silco is there. They get into a massive fight. Um, and uh, she stabs Vi and almost kills her. But luckily, Caitlyn saves her. Uh, on the Silco Jinx front, Jinx is having trouble unlocking the hex tech technology. Uh, because she cannot get over the fact that she basically got all her loved ones killed. Yeah. And so she is telling Silco, like, I, I can't do this. And he's like, of course you can. Yeah, it's uh,
1: fucking empowering her. Yeah. Because he wants her fucking to do
0: his bidding. Yeah, yeah. And then he takes her out to the lake where he almost died, and he tells her the story of how he almost drowned, and basically tells her, like, you got to kill Powder. You got you to ascend and be Jinx. You're perfect how you are. Yeah And uh, you know He drowns her And she fucking dies No I'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) Yeah that was it The fucking End of the fucking show Yeah that's it Last
1: episode Fucking game over baby It was pretty fucking intense It fucking happened so abruptly
0: Yeah Uh, And then you had to Reload the save file And fucking get back to it again Um, But no honestly Like you know He he tells her like I get it You know You you have this This hurt But you have to use that hurt You have to kill that hurt And fucking ascend To the next level Of fucking Exactly you know who you are. You're a fucking monster. Uh.
1: Yeah, you gotta go from level fucking one to level two. Uh, yeah, it's a step, step it up. up.
0: Yeah, step it up. Did LeBron give up when the Looney Tunes it were cares, letting him it? down? No, he did not. He <laughs> took it to the hoop. <laughs> yeah. When but, fucking
1: uh, what the fuck was the name of the food uh, of uh, Don Chido's character?
0: Fucking Mega Mind, I fucking Mega fucking... Mind, <laughs> Mega Mind with Will Ferrell. Yeah, when Mega Mind <laughs> came out, man. Oh man, shit! Come on, it was now. fucking crazy. Um, but uh, on the side of Jace, it was mostly political drama. Like he's like trying to root out corruption. Marcus is getting caught up in his sweep of corruption. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, you see that Marcus is v- still in very. In Silco's very pocket but also Is having real regret over everything I mean he lives with the guilt that his decisions Led to Grayson's death Um and also like He's trying to Figure out I don't know if he's gonna be able to get Out of it he sees his daughter he sees the love that his daughter Has for him yeah and just like he Cannot he, he's 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 Stuck in a hard place right now yeah not even algae rhythm could save him <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, what a shitty movie that <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, Algae
1: Rhythm couldn't come through
0: and fucking save. Don Cheadle could not save yeah. that movie. He was, he was the best part of that film. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, so Jace is learning that he's got a target on his back for going after corruption. And um, uh, the, the, I forget her name, actually. Murda, M- Miranda, Madara. Uh, Madara, Counselor Madara. She, uh, she has a thing for him, but she also is playing this game with him, too, that he's not aware of. You know, she entices him to start accepting some of the corruption to push his technology forward. Yeah. But also, you know, she, because she likes him, she also uses him to be like, I need somebody else in my pocket. And he's the future. Everybody else is the past. But we can placate these motherfuckers while I, we can forge an alliance here. Yeah. I can solidify that for some real hard shit. Yeah. Because it's fucking wanna do some damage to the fucking new society yeah and then Jace is obviously like he's kind of torn because he wants to push his project forward but at the same time you know he agrees with him Dinger, him, that he's gotta go slow but Victor is actually starting to push as hard as he can because he's sick with something you see him coughing in the episode yeah coughing up blood and he passes out and he is running out of time yeah cause he's, uh, gonna, he's gonna die he's gonna die but the hex tech, when he coughed up blood at the end of the episode mixes and I don't know what happened with that. Like, I'm very curious to see where that's going to go. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, obviously, uh, Silico finds out from his second-in-command, Sevica, yeah, that fucking Vi is still Vi alive. Vi is still alive,
1: and that's how fucking episode yeah. ends.
0: No, but, I mean, this show has... The fucking show is just getting better and better, man. It's fucking really well-made. Yeah, I mean, like, it is, and it just... I'm
1: surprised fucking Sandy
0: picked such a good show, you know? <laughs> He's usually into fucking trash. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it, it's a it's a really strong show, um, but I've been hearing strong things about it from JK, other people. LOL, bro, come on, yeah, um, it's a joke. And now we're talking about Peacemaker episode five, Monkey Dory. Peacemaker. Uh, the team scouts the apparent hub for the alien food supply, only to come face to face with a full fledged invasion. Uh, meanwhile, Augie's attempts to sell out um, his son to the police is complicated by Mern's mysterious contact. The team goes after the distribution hub for the uh, butterflies' Nutrients, while Chris bonds with his teammates, and Amelia warns warms to the others. Uh, Clemson brings in an old friend to keep the police from discovering that Augie wasn't the one who killed Annie. Um, Annie, are you okay? So this show is, you know, they, they're basically going into the butterflies' little fucking manufacturing headquarters.
1: Yeah, um, really fucking the fucking
0: manufacture that juice that they the, suck the, up. Yeah, the nectar that they drink from, and, you know, like... You can tell that Clemson, not Clemson, um, Harcourt is still trying to keep everybody at a distance. She doesn't want to let people in. Uh, You know, she's very protective of herself. Yeah. And um, while they're, like, trying to jam out and hype themselves up, they're listening to fucking uh, old-school 80s metal music, and she's just like, I don't want to fucking do any of this shit. Yeah. Uh, They finally get there, and uh, Harcourt goes off with Vigilante. Peacemaker goes with Leota and uh, obviously Economo stays in the van to just oversee everything, keep communication <laughs> yeah. flowing and uh, yeah, it's a full-blown invasion from the butterflies uh, they end up trapping uh, Harcourt and Vigilante in a control room where they see just how big the scale is, they get attacked by a fucking talking gorilla oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No fucking,
1: <laughs> that shit's fucking tight
0: yeah, and then uh, what I liked is that Leota and fucking um, oh no, um Fucking Peacemaker has his his the x-ray helmet. Yeah, that's he, the fucking x-ray shit comes yeah. through, huh? Oh, no, dude, it saved the fucking day. He's just popping motherfuckers off. It was <laughs> yeah. fucking great. That shit was fucking great. It was a good
1: fucking... Uh, it was yeah. a good episode when it came to killing, that's for sure. Yeah. It, it fucking killed plenty of people.
0: What I, well, My favorite moment in that episode was when um, Economos saved the day by chainsawing the gorilla. Oh, fuck it, right on the chest? Yeah, yeah, that shit was and, fucking good. And then Vigilante's like, oh, it should have been me. He heard me talking about it. He yeah, been it, like, made, it made him think about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, he should have tossed me. He'd be like, hey, vigilante, here you go. And then I catch a chainsaw and turn it on and save the day. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, No, The Fucking Peacemaker is a good-ass show, man. It's, yeah. a, it's fucking funny as fuck. Uh, gory. Uh, it hits all the great action notes, all the fucking good story notes. Everything's fucking really... Well done. The fucking uh, director is a great. She's doing a great job. Fucking everything about it, man. Even the acting is just fucking... John Cena has such a charisma about him. It's, 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 it's Man, it's such a fucking, a fucking good-ass show.
0: Yeah, and then we obviously know that Clemson is a butterfly, but we weren't sure how they were going to find out. Uh, it turns out it all came to a head because um, Leota plants the fucking journal, the diary, in Peacemaker's house when they were bonding after the yeah. mission and then because of her guilt with that she goes back to headquarters and Clemson's like why are you here? She's like oh, I couldn't sleep and it just she sees the x-ray helmet that Peacemaker has left she puts it on turns it on and he's like scanning being like oh my god this is so fucking cool and she turns to look at Clemson and realizes he's a butterfly she tries to run away but he captures her and that's how that episode ends but at the same time like what was cool is that at the end of the mission, Harcourt started a fucking group chat, took a picture of the gang and being like, yo, what's up? We fucking did it. You know, because they, oh, so- yeah. They call themselves so 11th Street uh, Boys now or some shit, 11th Street, some shit. Yeah, because of the, the Hanoi Rocks Band or whatever. Yeah. I never heard of them. Yeah. Well, you never heard of them because uh, he's the one who dies in the, in the car crash in the dirty. The film that we watch about Motley Crue. Oh, okay. He's the one who dies tragically in that uh, when Vince Neil crashed. Oh fuck! I had no idea. Yeah, that's that's why you've never heard of them because um, you know we a first of all we weren't into glam rock. We were kids. Yeah. Um, and so like, you know, you're talking about somebody's career in life ended short. So like, there's no nothing from them. like you obviously know who Motley Crue is because they continue to put music out forever and they had yeah, such a. You know the the mythos, the story of Motley Crue and all that shit, like that's blown up. I don't know if you know, like we had talked about off air, like you know, we don't know how things might have continued had the vocalist for Hanoi Rocks not died, right? Like, who knows where their career would have gone? Yeah, it's true. Uh, we're talking we we off the air. We were talking about uh drowning pool. We talked about the uh, <laughs> the bodies hit the, the floor. Bo- song. The bodies to the floor song, guys. Sam was um, singing
1: it because that's one of his fucking ringtone
0: went. Off. Oh, dude, my yeah, it's my fucking jam. Um, But unfortunately, the lead singer of that band he he died of uh of natural causes. And we're talking about, um, you know, just how tragic. Like, there's all this potential for your group. Even if I didn't like Drowning Pool, there was a potential for this group to continue, you know, doing their thing with their lead singer, and it was cut short. Yeah, you know, tragically. And so it's the same thing with Hanoi Rocks. The tragedy of it all. But I I do like that you know, um, James Gunn has such a, a love and affinity for it that he wrote in like these characters like loving these you know, groups. Like, music plays a big part in Peacemaker. Like, I don't, you know... Yeah, there's always a fucking, like, music scene. Yeah, there is. Always. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, and the director for this episode was Rosemary Rodriguez and she fucking killed it. Like, honestly, like, I think they follow the Peacemaker Bible to a fucking T. Yeah, and James Gunn and the entire production company or whoever the fuck was in charge of looking for people, they found people who were gonna make this vision come to life because I think stylistically... It flows episode to episode, like it does not change. Um, I again, I don't know what's gonna happen. Leota's in a real fucking bad place. Uh, really good show, fucking definitely gonna continue to watch this. I want to know what the fuck's gonna happen next. Yeah, it's a it's
1: a really well made
0: fucking well, yeah. show. Yeah, well, it was funny because right, like the 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 other fucking butterfly, the one that Clemson was talking to, takes over as sheriff, prevents oh, yeah, the detectives yeah. from going after it, alters the records that still keep Peacemaker's father locked in prison. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't look like there's a way for him to get out. Um, well, no, I fucking guy. Yeah. When you got the, when you, it's all about who you know. Yeah, <laughs> and you apparently, uh, Clemson, I don't know why Clemson's keeping him in there. I, I feel like there's something more important about this fucking racist ass motherfucker that they're not le- letting out. That's true. You know. Um, and we will find out. Uh, you know, well, I mean, like, I know that fucking economists put him in there, but I feel like Clemson knew, like, oh, he's going to do something stupid because these people are fucking idiots to him, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's why it definitely feels like Clemson's definitely on the outs. Even though he is a butterfly, he was always on the outs of this group. Like, this group, you know, for all their bickering and fighting, you could tell who's the, in the fucking crew. Yeah, who's in the crew, and it's yeah. not him. Yeah, they're like the cleanup crew, and then fucking there's the boss. Yeah. Um, so we're going to now talk about um, a journal for Jordan. Uh, First Sergeant Charles Monroe King before he is killed in action in Baghdad. Authors a journal for his son intended to tell him how to live a decent life despite growing up without a father. Directed by uh, Denzel Washington. Uh, The screenplay is by Virgil Williams. uh, Based on the personal journal by Charles Monroe King. uh, Based on the book by Dana Kennedy. Uh, Starring Michael B. Jordan, uh, Shantae Adams, Jalen Christian. uh, And yeah. Yeah. Uh wh- you picked this movie obviously I fucking picked it because um somebody recommended somebody said that they had
1: just seen it and that it was fucking real good and um yeah I don't know man I can't say that the recommendation was the I mean like a uh, fucking uh a home run that I was expecting
0: like we've we we obviously will watch it was more anything of a foul ball anything you guys <laughs> recommend um but definitely like what you say foul ball i mean like like what what are your thoughts
1: about this the fucking movie was boring as fuck man the fucking story was fucking plain as plain as jane as possible nothing really to make me wanna continue to watch it honestly to, yeah. um even the love story within it, within the beginning of it just doesn't it, it doesn't really
0: resonate that well for me. I don't know. It was like, whatever. Like, I think it was competently directed. I think the acting, I don't know if it's the writing per se, but it felt kind of stunted for me. Like, I will agree with you that it felt very boring. Like, I want to say, the movie got interesting emotionally, thematically, in the last 30 minutes of yeah. the movie. Uh, unfortunately, all that leading up to it felt like a just out-of-order... Love story slash tragedy Because you obviously trying to be
1: depicted towards the Trying to be uh, uh, explained
0: to the son in a sense Yeah, exactly And uh, so the movie plays out with the flashbacks of him dying, right? The the, the quick fucking edit of the explosion That would eventually take the life Yeah Of, uh, you know, uh, the sergeant And then uh, the wife's struggle as a single mother with a baby And then she starts writing out a memoir as well Talking about how she met the father And then it kind of goes into that and jumping around time periods of this relationship. And it just felt like it wasn't working for me uh, as a story. Like, you know, because there's a lot of stories that follow these kinds of beats, but they're told in more of a chronological fashion. Yeah, of course. Like, I felt like watching it, like, it would have been better for me to show kind of, um, you know, Jordan, the son, struggling in school, emotionally, fighting to defend the honor of his father, and then finally the mother being like, here's a journal your dad wrote you. And then him and his mother going through that emotional journey together while having these tough conversations about how they met. And I think that would have played out a lot better for me because then you really anchor the film. Because the film is not about her. and I mean, it is about her, obviously, but it's, it's about... I felt like it was about...
1: Kind of like her having to raise, yeah, learn how to raise this kid without the father, and tell the story of him because the father
0: was because the kid was going to question about his dad. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, for me, like, I would have been like, okay, the movie is called A Journal for Jordan. Then make it about Jordan. Yeah, don't make it. I, I understand the mother's grief and all that stuff, but you could put her as a secondary supporting character for Jordan's journey. And having them work through the grief, yeah, right. I get you. you know, it, it's it, it's like the Babadook, right? Like the the mother is learning how to deal with grief. The son is learning how to deal with grief with the loss of the father. Yeah, and they're working through it by this imaginary creature that they've made up called the Babadook. I mean, in a way, you could do that kind of journey for them, obviously, in a more realistic setting. And have them go through the journey of grief, exploration, celebration of the man that he doesn't know, but the man that she loved. That's but that's one of the reasons why I feel like uh,
1: nobody heard about this fucking movie, or no one's really talked about it because it fucking sucked. So,
0: yeah, it it, it did feel like it was Oscar bait, like for sure. Like you know, they were they were trying to go for an Oscar, right? Yes. I mean, what 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 are the Oscars like? They love tragedies, they love family dramas, and um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't you, watch the Oscars. Well, I mean, like, but th- that's the thing. Like, this movie came out in December of last year. All movies that come out typically in November, December are meant to uh, okay. target the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. The big awards because their money comes from the Oscar nominations because then the. Um, people go want to watch it because they like don't watch oh,
1: This is an acclaimed fucking film. Now
0: I got to go see it. Yeah, I got to go see it. And there's people who love to go watch these kinds it's of things. It's on the ballot for a reason. And basically. I got to seize it. You know, and so. But it felt
1: so... Fucking plain and boring. It, it, it was well, like, God is, damn, it, can you fucking finish? And you're two, over two hours of a fucking length?
0: Yeah, the movie is and uh, uh, 132 you. minutes long. It's fucking hard it, to So to watch, the, the biggest problem is you could cut 40 minutes out of this movie, but you could have shifted the How journey. How long was it? 132 minutes. So yeah. uh, two hours and uh, 12 minutes.
1: If you guys would have cut about 130
0: minutes of it, then it would have been straight would have been cool
1: run the credits
0: you know but I mean like yeah like I just it was so boring to start that when the final when the actual heart of the film showed itself you know Jordan yeah, talking with his mom the movie was fucking over the movie was over at that point yeah. I, I just didn't care yeah I mean, like, I'm fucking but, I'm fucking glad I'm still awake but even the performances like in the beginning they felt really muted right like, yeah, very
1: plain it was like whatever it wasn't even like it was a fucking Michael B, G. B. Jordan film or Denzel
0: yeah it, it just you know like it just felt really stale and yeah it it, it hurt the film in the long run yeah big time uh, for me so i mean what would you give it i would give it a 2 a 2 i would give it a 3 honestly it just it was so lacking in actual heart yeah and this is a movie right that is based on a book where they're paying you know homage to a man who put his heart in his journals for his son in case he did pass away in, in the war and he did and like it's it's a it's a a grand story to, to be like hey son I want you to be a decent person Yeah it could have done a fucking sick guy. You could have knocked out the fucking park you, with this. Yeah it, it's like literally landed in your fucking lap and you could have done it something special and yeah. unfortunately like it's just so drawn out Yeah that it it hurted in the long run uh, so, yeah, it's a three and a two from us uh, for Journal for Jordan. Um, any tidbits this week? The only tidbit that I have uh, came across was that uh, I guess a Bond is
1: going to have a... James Bond is going to have, like, a little show uh, on Amazon Prime. Kind of not really about the fucking series, but... Stunts that Bond would do, and then it's gonna be like a stunt show or some bullshit like that.
0: Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, we'll
1: see what that's about
0: because Amazon uh, bought uh, MGM Studios, yeah, yeah, for I forget how much seven? a couple billies, a couple billies. Um, and also speaking of tragic losses, uh, we did lose Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for the Foo Fighters, yeah, um, over the weekend, uh, 50 years old. Uh, they were playing, a. Sh- uh, they were touring in Colombia and they found him in his hotel room. Uh, preliminary re- uh, results show that he had a mix of drugs in his system, but we don't know. That's a, just a initial toxicology report. Uh, it's just tragic. Period. Uh, we, and we we just watched Studio Six Six Six, and you know, I, like I said, it's their first it outing. felt like it
1: was gonna be a fucking uh, uh, a game changer for the Foo Fighters. Yeah, like, like something they're gonna bring in something new. To the whole
0: entertainment uh, industry, you know, yeah. music
1: and, and music and, and movies together. Yeah, and now
0: this happens. So, it's kinda so crazy. I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, you know, obviously, uh, but our 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 thoughts our, and prayers. Th- yeah, I mean, our well wishes are with <laughs> uh, the Hawkins family. You know, and and for Las Hacas, the the, the Yo, Foo Fighters as well. Be cool, you know, yeah. You know, I mean, they they lost a brother. Yeah, fools. You know, um, but yeah, guys. Um, Thank you for joining us on the show. Sorry to end on such a downer. I'm fucking good at that, aren't I? Yeah, that's <laughs> why I call them fools and I call them las hacas. Las hacas? I like, oh, just try to fucking
1: lighten up the mood somehow.
0: Yeah. Because
1: I uh, want, want. want, want. Uh, sorry. Sad, yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, you guys can find it us sucks. at the,
1: the Renderos bros. Luckily, uh, he lived a rich life and probably fucking saw and and did a lot more shit than we will ever fucking do in these uh, regular lives that we lead. Yeah. I just, But you know what? I love it. And I fucking love y'all for listening. So thank you. Yeah. Appreciate find, that
0: shit. Find us as the Renderos Bros on uh, Instagram. You can find us individually as Render Me Sam, and I'm fucking Hollywood Mike with a double I and Mizike. And then you can also uh, email us at RenderosBros at gmail.com. Let us know any recommendations of any films that you want us to watch. Yeah, We're hit gonna, us
1: with a fucking uh, review or some shit, you know? Don't be
0: fucking stingy. And I believe, yeah. You got
1: 30 seconds while you're fucking dropping a deuce? You can, you can definitely uh, rate Chansin.
0: us on the Apple Podcast and find us on Spotify and Anchor.fm yeah. will give you all the links to all the other places that we're streaming from. Um, yeah, but we'll catch you guys next week. We'll continue with Arcane Episode 6 and if I'm not mistaken, that's it also for Peacemaker. Peacemaker only has six episodes if I am not uh, okay wrong about it. So well, we gonna might actually, out. we're going to find out uh, right now actually. And
1: check out the fucking Instagram because we'll be dropping the movie of the week uh, shortly. So let us know uh, if you have any recommendations or if you, uh, are down with the show with the movie and shows we've been watching.
0: No, nope, actually we still got 3 episodes to go on uh, peacemaker. Is Just right? double check that. Yeah, it's 9 episodes. Oh fuck, yeah. So, uh perfect. All right guys, uh stay safe out there. Uh remember, uh live your life like it's your last cuz you never know when you're going to go. True and that. um yeah, man, be safe. We'll catch you guys next week. Stay wild, like Sam always says. Stay wild. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you.